low voter turnout in Illinois' primary election. About 20 percent of registered voters in Chicago cast a ballot Tuesday, according to the Chicago Board of Elections. That's an eight-year low. Here to discuss the numbers from around the state is Matt Dietrich, Public Information Officer at the Illinois State Board of Elections. Welcome back, Matt. Thank you, Sasha. Good to be here. So your reaction to that low voter turnout in this city? Well, this was a strange year, and we didn't really know what to expect going into the primary. Obviously, it's a midterm primary, not a presidential year primary. So we would have expected uh, at the high end, maybe 27 percent turnout. Um, but we've seen numbers quite a bit lower. If you you know, we only had 18 percent back in 2014 okay. in that primary. Uh, four years ago in 2018, we had a uh, the turnout was a 20, just over 26%. So the big question was, though, you know, we're having it's the primary on June 28th, as opposed to the third Tuesday in March. Um, is that going to, is the date going to change things? Is that going to increase turnout because the weather is better than it typically is in March? Mm-hmm. Or are people too busy in the summer? They have other plans. They're not thinking about elections. We just didn't know. Yeah. And then you get into analyzing it to, um, You know, uh, you had a very crowded Republican field of gubernatorial candidates. But on the Democratic side, you also had a very hotly contested secretary of state race. You had some congressional races for both the Democrats and the Republicans that potentially could have driven up turnout among those voters from both parties. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you just you just didn't know going in. And um, and like you said, Chicago did have a fairly low turnout. I did a. Uh, just kind of an unofficial look yesterday. I went around to the tw- websites of the 20 largest election authorities in Illinois. Okay. And that would, that encompasses about 83% of the total registered voter count. And the, the total turnout there from the unofficial numbers that they've posted was just over 19%. Um, State, the statewide that, turnout. Yeah. yeah. That, that would be just an unofficial estimate would be about 19.4%. And you still do have just shy of 150,000 vote by mail ballots that are still out with voters that if they were properly postmarked uh, on or before June 28th, they could still arrive in up until July 12th and be counted. But, you know, 150,000 votes in an election where we've seen you know, probably uh, about 1.3 million, 1.35 million votes cast is not going to change the overall number that much. We won't, obviously we won't know. July 29th is when the state board of elections actually certifies the results. And that's when we release the official turnout numbers and all the official numbers for the individual contests. Well, let's talk more about some of the, the possible causes there, Matt. You you brushed, you touched on the, the fact that this was the first time uh, that the primary was in June, right? Pushed back by several months um, right. because of, uh, of that uh, delayed release of the, the 2020 census data. Um, so, you know, that could be a factor now having to do this in the summertime. Uh, I was hearing a lot about, you know, folks saying, yes, great, hotly contested races there, but there are just too many people for me to now have to look up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that could be a factor. I've read different things from different county clerks and election authorities around the state speculating. One of the things that I heard uh, uh, one of the clerks say 
uh, in a in a media interview was that they thought you know there was a chance that maybe all of this saturation of advertising might have turned some people off from from the process entirely. Maybe that's what what had them staying away. But if you know, I think the most analogous to the situation that we're in now probably was the 2014 primary, uh, because that was one where you had a very crowded Republican field of gubernatorial candidates. Um, You had a Democratic gubernatorial incumbent. Um, You had very high Republican turnout. That was one of the very, very rare years when the Republicans outnumbered Democrats statewide Mm -hmm. uh, in in the number of votes cast within that election. but overall, you only had an 18% turnout. Uh, so that's probably the one if you want to make a comparison. And I'll leave it to the political scientists to go in and and, yeah. and and analyze some of the reasons, you know, why voters did or didn't show up. But I, you know, I going into it, I thought we would have seen a fairly high turnout year because I thought the weather's going to be nicer. And right. Um, both parties do have some reason to get out, whether it's Secretary of State on the Democratic side and also the uh, various congressional districts up in the northeastern part of the state. On the Republican side, obviously, mm-hmm. you had the the governor's race was the biggest one. But you also had, for example, down the Rodney Davis, Mary Miller primary was uh, yes. should have driven some some turnout among Republicans in those downstate counties that that are in in that congressional district. But it looks like it that that wasn't uh, that wasn't what happened. Wasn't so, the case for sure. Uh, uh, also, Matt, six polling locations in, in suburban Cook County, they opened late on Election Day. What do we know about mm-hmm. that? And, and was there any impact there, you think, on the turnout? Um, my understanding uh, and I don't know uh each individual cause, uh, because you had a handful in the, in the city of Chicago as well. Um, but it sounded like those were election judges either didn't show up or showed up very late. Generally, in those cases, you will go to court and obtain a court order to stay open. What you know, if you were open three hours late, you're going to stay open three hours later. I know in the city that uh, the that wasn't the case in a few of the uh, of the precincts that. That didn't open on time, but I, I think that's what happened in most cases. Um, at, at any rate, you're talking about uh, you're not talking about a sufficient number that you would throw off an entire state. You know, you're not going to influence an entire state's turnout um, based on a few polling places opening late. And frankly, that happens around the state in every election. You'll have uh, either sometimes a piece of equipment. Uh, isn't functioning properly, so it has to be replaced. So they'll wait before that goes on, or they'll close things down for a little while. But generally, they'll go get a court order, then they'll stay open an extra hour or two to to make up for it. But yeah, you know, regardless, well, that's not gonna that's not really gonna drive when you're talking about a million and a half votes. That's not gonna drive overall turnout up or down. It's an inconvenience for voters. It's not something that any election authority likes to have happen. And we, you know, they all try to test and test and make sure that everything's going to go smoothly. But the no-show judges were the biggest cause of 
why those polling places had trouble mm-hmm. opening on time. And that's an, an issue that we don't, they don't report that to us, the reasons why. I, I see. What we have heard, it just sounds like they didn't show up. Well, before I let you go, uh, another thing here, Illinois Democrats are, are pushing to move that 2024 primary to February to be uh, one of the first presidential primaries that year. What do you think about that? That happened also in 2008 when uh, Barack Obama was uh, seeking the Democratic nomination. The legislature moved the uh, moved the election from the third Tuesday to the I think it was the second Tuesday in February uh, because because they wanted Illinois to be relevant in the Democratic primary that year. Uh, so and and they didn't change the law back until the 2012 primary. So we did have the 2008 and 2010 primaries in uh, February of those years. Of course, it was very high. The turnout was high in 2008 for that primary, but that was to be expected because we had uh, Barack Obama on the ticket uh, or on the ballot. Um, It's up to the legislature if they want to move it. So they very well could move it if they if they please. Yeah. Um, We'll have to wait and see. That's Matt Dietrich. Public Information Officer at the Illinois State Board of Elections. Thank you so much for breaking that down, Matt. Take care. Thank you, Sasha. Goodbye. Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.